Welcome back to the Cult House Podcast. I'm your host, the scholar of spite and the Saturday Night Delight, Roger Riddell. Joining me today, he's a former cast aside who dared to ask the question, what? Learned night magic, became a hate monger, and joined the Yakuza in an act of contrition. He is a vocalist, <laughs> guitarist, and bassist, Jerome Marshall. How are you doing today, Jerome? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? Pretty good. I think I managed to uh, get every band that you've been in or are currently in in that intro. <laughs> yeah, there's also what? <laughs> yeah well that that was uh dared to ask the question what oh dare they ask <laughs> there you go you gotta say it like what <laughs> <laughs> like like stumbled. but uh yeah man what's uh what would you like to talk about this this podcast yeah there's uh there's any number of things i think uh i guess the most recent thing uh that i've seen was maybe yesterday uh the press release for the contrition album yeah yeah how'd that band come about it came about with uh jeff wilson and john necromancer and gary naples we were all just hanging out at twisted smoke taking some shots and you know, Jeff was like, I've got some leftover Wolf Hammer and Doomsday riffs. And I don't have a vocalist. And I was like, oh, I could do that. He was like, really? I was like, yeah, man, just tell me, you know, what uh, what you want it to be all about. And he was like, well, you're writing the lyrics, so you're the one that's going to, you know, pretty much run that that ship. And I was like, oh, all right. Look. So I did. I gave me all the demo tracks. I sat around and came up with some uh pretty vicious vocals and uh that's pretty much that yeah i mean like jeff uh it's pretty much spearhead of it all you know he uh he produced it recorded it it was all like you know his his musical plan that guy's in like four other projects too you know chrome waves he was in Knockmistium, and he was in wolf hammer and doomsday i mean it goes on and on and on it just seems like one project after another you know it's like if you get an opportunity to to do something then get on it make it happen you know yeah that's right. how nutrition came about and then i went down to indianapolis with gary recorded the the drums and i did the vocals and uh yeah we got a lot of good response uh trevor from the black tally murder heard a song and was like want to do some backups on it so that was cool uh leon from murder construct and exhumed or not exhumed well yeah it used to be an exhumed and impaled and nails like we're all in a million bands it, it seems but yeah he uh he contributed a solo onto it so yeah man we got some, some heavy hitters in there right now and yeah just it all just came together came together like really well so yeah, that's uh, that's how contrition's worked out, which is weird for me because I've never been a lead vocalist, but now I guess I wear a, 
I wear those pants too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, three of y'all are, you know, previously from former incarnations of Nocmistium too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Gary played drums in Nocmistium for a brief. Oh, everyone. Time. We speak. <laughs> in Nocmistium, Jeff yeah. and Jeff, and. Uh, yeah, don't necessarily want to get too much into that legacy there, but, you know, for their time and place, I think that Jeff and John were probably in the best incarnation of Nakba's team when they were really hitting the good after the release of Assassins. And I I toured with, I toured with Nakba's team as a, as a roadie during that Cradle of Filth tour in 2011, which was like 35 dates, which, as you could imagine, was kind of a... You know, just say it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, you froze up at a couple of spots. So, yeah, I think it didn't so. cut anything off too bad. What was that? Yellow? Oh, it uh, it Can froze up it? a few times. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like freezing off and on. All right, yellow. All right, yeah, it froze up a couple times, but uh, I can edit around that. You got me now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was actually at the um, the Chicago stop of that tour, and uh, the one thing that I remember from that, aside from it being a pretty good show overall, was that like the back screen at the House of Blues didn't work for some reason. So it was like Cradle of Filth performing to just like this lit up blank screen. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it kind of had like a uh, a little little bit of a technical. difficulty there but yeah. like I, I, it's kind of how that goes can't enjoy all the all the greatest things or any of the technical difficulties but yeah i haven't, I haven't really seen those guys in a while i still yeah. keep in touch with some of the guys from the tour but three times i think the only person that he still has in that band is maybe his keyboardist and uh the drummer your drummer is awesome. Guy's a guy's a beast, a machine, a beast machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they've uh, they've kind of had a string of just like really great drummers. Uh, I know at one point like Nick Barker was in that band, and uh, there's been like a few other guys who were just fucking animals. Yeah, like uh, I think you had one of the one of the guys that. played in uh it was like the uh the oh, brother of like one of the dudes from arch enemy i think arch enemy that's what it is yeah it was like adrian erlinson i think was his name yeah. yeah well like the guy the guy that's the brother of the guy yeah 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 at the gates yeah like daniel and adrian right yeah 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 it's still freezing up just a little bit sorry for the uh the technical difficulties here yeah that's okay um yeah i know the other thing that you're working on right now music wise is the uh new yakuza album and uh i think the last time that i saw you was uh when i was working merch for bruce at that yob show a few years ago i think that was maybe like right before oh, you yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I joined up with uh, Yakuza in 2018. 
And uh, initially when I did, I didn't let anybody know. You know, it's just like practicing with them and making sure that I actually got the job or whatever. And uh, and then I went to Psycho Las Vegas. You know, I did like a little, little tour with uh, a seat and them. And then uh, once I got to Vegas, I ran into all my Chicago people and they're like, what are you doing here? And I was like five o'clock, the joint stage, you know, at the, at the Hard Rock. They're like, well, what are you doing? Like, roadie and guitar tech and some, something like that? And then everybody found out that I was playing bass for Yakuza, and they're like, whoa, I know that dude. So that was pretty cool. It was totally like uh, a surprise for a lot of people. A lot of people didn't know. And then uh, after we did that little stint and went out there and let everybody know. And then uh, I played Scorched Tundra with uh what is that band uh aaron turner's band you know guy from ice so not the not the islamic terrorist organization <laughs> but uh the band that was out before that <laughs> yeah yeah i know who you're talking um, about but i can't remember the the or, band or the egyptian like goddess name. whatever uh, <laughs> Sumac. Have you heard those guys? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're heavy as fuck. And uh, yeah, that show we played at the Empty Bottle on like September, was it September 1st, 2018. It's pretty, it's pretty, uh, like, you know, years. And then start playing out shows with them immediately at Psycho Las Vegas and sold out Empty Bottle shows. But pretty much right after that, we started writing the new album and uh recently we have uh we're almost finished recording it i believe on september 15th that is uh whatever percussion and uh whatever final touches and then uh yeah i don't know exactly when it's going to be released but at least i can tell you that it'll be done recorded so that's uh that's a good thing <laughs> yeah that's a really good thing i think everybody's gonna album kind of is like more of a return to form you know it sounds a lot more like transmutations or way of the dead or uh, some sorrow yeah yeah i know like every one of the uh the yakuza albums kind of has a little bit of a different vibe to it yeah i think it froze again all right can you hear me again yeah <laughs> you got me uh i think so cool. uh, for cool. the moment <laughs> yeah well for the moment. Yeah. Usually, I've never had this issue with Zoom. Uh, no, I've never had this issue with it before either. Like, I've, I've had this happen with Skype before, like I'm, but not I'm, with I'm on a Wi-Fi connection. Maybe. Yeah, Zoom's usually always really clear. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's uh what's going on with it right now either. It's... um. All right. Yeah, I think uh, the the last thing uh, before it started freezing again. Uh, Maybe uh, there's a corona like mass injection of fucking plasma coming from the sun or something like that, <laughs> fucking up all the satellites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not, I think about that yeah, every now and then. Like, there's there's that shit, and then uh, there's just all the shit that's floating in the atmosphere that can hit any of that, and there's. You know, the car that Elon Musk put up there for whatever reason. Yeah, that could be blocking something or crashing in a satellite. If you have enough money, you can do whatever and not really think of the consequences. 
Yeah. And then screw us out of our satellite. <laughs> but he'll pay for it because he can afford it. So that's cool. Uh, but yeah, the um, Yakuza's been pretty exciting. Like, I, we just uh, got done with the guitars and it just sounds, sounds awesome. Like, I'm really excited for everybody to hear it. And it's been like, I don't know how many years since the last Yakuza album, like eight, nine years, 10 years. In regards to like most of the, the songwriting, it was mainly just me, Matt and Jim kind of like getting everything together. And then once Bruce came into the picture, you know, he was going over everything with lyrics and it's much more of a creative process, like kind of like adding the meat on, you know, it's like we had the whole skeletal structure, but once he got in, it's like, you're adding on the muscles, you're adding on the, you know, adding the, you know, everything that, that makes, makes an album, you know? I mean, like just with uh, the sax and the different vocal approaches and the effects that he uses, a lot of it, we, were, we weren't really all too uh, sure what he was gonna do until he actually just did it. And that was, uh, that's exciting. Cause it like, you know, it just adds another layer on to uh to what we you know what we were working on and composing and then while we were writing it you know and he was trying to get together lyrics you know be like all right play this again or do this again or do this this way or you know it's uh it's creative but not by any means it wasn't like you know overly challenging you know it's i wouldn't say it's easy but it was uh it's very I mean, it's 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 awesome just to be working with uh, professional musicians that have been doing this for uh, I mean for for the last twenty years. Because I remember the first time I saw Yakuza was at the Holiday of Horror in uh, two thousand and one. That was when it was at the Metro. So it was with like Macabre and Jungle Rat, Yakuza. I think there might have been another band, and they just blew me away. Like, because I I used to play saxophone, so. Bruce is definitely like a inspiration in that that mode, you know. I mean, I I'd stop playing sax, but you know, just to uh, to see him do it, you know, kind of inspired me to be like, yeah, maybe I should pick that back up again. I know it's been like for me probably two decades, but whatever. <laughs> he does it way better than I did. Yeah, yeah, I've seen him do an improv set yeah, uh, uh, with the Dillinger Escape Plan I've, before. I've just been a fan for wow. That adds with the nuts. Yeah. But yeah, he, say, uh, he seems to he seems to always pop. I was just in Vegas with him and he uh he got up for uh Sapala Carnage. You know, he did he did a little guest spot in there. He also did his solo act, which was cool. And he is also, you know, in the guy's like the he's the everything, man. It's never never a dull moment. So I'm glad I'm in like the one band that I uh, definitely the the biggest fan of, not to not not bloodiest. I love that band. I pretty much love every project that he's been affiliated with. So it's uh it's an honor for me, you know, for for, for a long time. He was like, you know, for somebody being like a role model. Every time I'd like run into him, he'd be like, you, you still just in that one band? And he's like, yeah, man. You should definitely play in more bands. So <laughs> now I find myself in the same position and playing in a band with him not only just any band but probably my favorite of his bands or which is now my band so kind of surreal you know 
it's definitely a surreal real feeling you know but you start playing with all your uh all your heroes and whatnot so that's it's been a, it's been an awesome journey and it's uh it's only gonna get more you know it's only gonna more things are happening more things are happening we got shows coming up hopefully you know with the whole pandemic thing it looks like you know, we pulled the band-aid off real fast, but the wound necessarily wasn't healed. So, I mean, I can only hope that we'll still be playing all these shows and taking all the right precautions and whatnot. But yeah, that's, uh, that's been exciting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like Bruce is also like one of the cool. nicest dudes that I've ever met too. Like he's uh, like a super generous person. Yeah, for sure. Very generous and very, uh, very into what he does, which is awesome. You know, it's the passion. It's all about that passion. You know, if you don't have the passion to do it, there's like no point in really even doing it. You know. Yeah, and you, uh, you mentioned Psycho Las Vegas, uh, and I but, know uh, yeah. you were at the one uh, that just happened recently. What was that like? Uh, now that you know they're doing festivals of that size, uh, trying to come back out of the pandemic. That was awesome. It was a it was a great time, you know. Um, got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen in two years, and uh, you know, it pretty much went off without a hitch. Everybody was wearing the mask. Everyone's trying to be as responsible as possible, so that we don't continue to spread whatever variant is coming up next. Uh, I know some people probably got it out there, but. From what I can tell, they're all still alive, so <laughs> in the hospital. But it was uh it was refreshing, you know, to to finally get back to a festival of that size and to you know just be able to hear live music at that extent, you know, again all in one huge setting. I mean, unfortunately, none of the European bands have come because they now have a band for us here. It's, we're deemed too dangerous because of our variant, but you know, they ended up getting all the rad bands from the U.S. So all, all, all of my homies, at least, you know, got to see Goat Horde, High on Fire, Down, and you know, Weed Eater, Dying Fetus, Cannibal Corpse, Pig Destroyer. We're all like personally really close friends of mine. So it was just like one big party, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's rad seeing that Down's back party together and, now too. Uh, you know, yeah, down with Kirk. I mean, I, I, I hadn't seen him with Kirk in uh eight years. So that was uh that was awesome. You know, they sounded uh sounded like it was a return back to form, you know. I did see a few streaming performances that Down had, but nothing beats the real thing, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think and I've they ever played gotten Nolan the entire Wow. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, I've been I've been a fan of that band since they came out. I remember like hearing, you know, tapes getting traded around. We were like, what is this band? You know, like sounds like the singer from Pantera, but it's not Pantera. It's like way more bluesy and has more of a Zeppelin vibe to it. It was uh yeah, man, it was really awesome. Really awesome to to catch that all and i got to hang out with pepper and shoot the shit with all those dudes it's like rad how how many of those uh 
like New Orleans kind of took over that festival. You know, Exhorter played. You know, you got down playing Noah in its entirety. And it was just, it was rad for me. You know, it's all some of my favorite stuff. The New Orleans scene has had like a huge impact and influence on me. You know, all the, the sludge and, you know, bands like Soylent Green. I Hate God was there too. I love those guys. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, it's really good. It was refreshing, you know, after being confined to quarantine and not knowing necessarily what's going on, you know, in the midst of a first pandemic that we've had this nature in like a century, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's good to see that we're possibly returning back to form here, you know? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I Hate God is like another one of those bands that I've never gotten to see in full form. Because uh, when I saw them at the Guarbecue, uh, it was the first time that I've gotten a chance to see them. This was like 2016, 2017, I think 2016. Uh, Mike was having his liver issues and Phil was uh, filling in for him. Yeah. I've only ever seen them with Phil singing. Oh, man, that's, I mean, that's cool. That's uh I've never seen that. So <laughs> I, I saw them with uh, Randy from Lamb of God. And they were, they did two nights at Reggie's and they actually had to use, uh, like I hate God I had to use one of my cabinets. So I was just like, yeah, man, whatever you guys need. Threw it in the car and brought it over for them, you know? So that was cool. I got a chance to hang out with Randy and, uh, you know, it's always good to see Jimmy and Aaron and Gary. And, uh, you know, I was just hanging out with Mike in Vegas, and, you know, even after uh, the whole liver transplant and some of the health complications he's had, he's uh, he's doing much better. Looks good. They keep on trucking here, you know? Yeah. Which is uh, it's reassuring, you know? And uh, like what you yeah. were saying about the, the whole like sludge scene down in New Orleans, the thing that I've always loved about that is that it's got like, there's like a groove to it that sludge metal from other places doesn't have. Yeah. I think that's just about the city, you know? Yeah. It's just, there's always music going on. There's always, uh, there's always a band playing. There's always some musician playing. There's always, you know, a vibe that's just never it's never ending it's always grooving that's why i love going down there and being a part of it you know yeah and a lot of that i think inspires uh us here in the chicago scene because it's like right up the delta however you want to yeah, no, like Chicago's got that that heavy uh, blues background, but then like there's also always kind of been this uh, experimental side to the music scene in that city going from like, you go all the way back to like master kind of innovating, uh, you know, early death metal up through like that 90s alternative scene just between like from Smashing Pumpkins to the industrial scene and then, you know, during that whole period where Knock Mystium and bands like that were around, there was uh, a little bit of like a psychedelic kind of thing going on too. It's just all these like really cool things that meld together in the music scene up there. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, they, I, you're wearing an Atlas Moth shirt. 
yesterday. That's uh, that's another band that kind of experimentally goes into a psychedelic, you know, wave. That uh, you know, it's different, but you can tell that there's influences from from all over. You know, especially New Orleans. Yeah, which that those guys have toured with. I hate God. We're 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 all we're all connected in some way, you know, everybody in, in our scene. And I know Paul Speckman pretty well, but he's out in, uh, I don't know, Czech Republic or Siberia yeah. or somewhere. It's in the Czech Europe. Republic, man. Yeah. yeah I, I love the Czech Republic. I guess I can, I can talk to you about, about that real fast. Uh, Europe. And when I did that, uh, that tour, the uh, mental possession tour, which I'm wearing a shirt of right now. It's an Arazi Pazuzu shirt from that tour. Uh, yeah, those guys were great. Europe's great. It was like my first time touring Europe, and I also played like Roadburn Festival and SRW Festival in Portugal. And yeah, I mean, it was uh, experience of a lifetime. It's definitely something I was looking forward to doing forever. Unfortunately, it wasn't in any of my bands, but it was in a band that I'm a huge fan of and had the opportunity to fill in on bass with. Or I guess now I'm I'm just considered the live bassist for that group. <laughs> <laughs> if you look me up on Encyclopedia, that's what they say. You know, because Cobalt's pretty much all Eric Wonder and you know the latest incarnation of it was like Eric. Charlie the one other thing that I want to talk to you about too uh yeah. was because uh I think where I originally uh kind of knew of you from was from going to the exit uh you know over the years and uh that place recently closed uh kind of infamously uh, go ahead buddy. Was, huh yeah I think you froze up for a little bit oh no you're freezing up again <laughs> What were you saying about Exit though? Yeah, so I was uh, I was saying that you know the the place that I kind of originally uh, know you from is uh, the Exit, just from going there over the years because you were kind of like a mainstay behind the bar there for a long time, and that place recently uh, infamously closed uh, due to you know whatever that laundry list of, uh, of violations were from the city, uh, but. Uh, supposedly they're they're not closed closed and they're like gonna reopen or something i guess all those uh violations caught up <laughs> you know I, but apparently apparently it's going to reopen i don't know i haven't heard much about it um i mean i can only hope that you know that place so come back because it was definitely uh it was a gathering point for a lot of bands you know you bring a lot of bands there after their gigs place is kind of like my living room you know because i can't bring bands to my house anymore come in and crash for the night you know it was a nice place for people like to just come through and you know meet their bands i mean i know a lot of people met all sorts of bands there. Carcass hung out there, Mayhem hung out there, Watine hung out there. Uh, you know, 
all sorts of bands like Machine Head was there DJing. I Hate God was there DJing once. And like Mike was gonna, Mike was getting into it with the owner there. And that was kind of entertaining because he was gonna beat his ass. And I was like, don't beat Mike's ass. He's just fucked up right now, you know? <laughs> But, it's, uh, it's one of those places yeah. where you could always kind of guarantee that uh, that you were going to be unintentionally entertained if you went there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, there'd be a lot of times where something would break out there and you'd see somebody, you know, get their ass beat. It's like everybody's <laughs> like, pause for a minute and be like, whoa, what's going on with that? Oh, it's taken care of. Back to drinking, you know. It's a lot of debauchery at that place. Yeah. A lot of debauchery, a lot of... Uh, a lot of weirdos, you know, all the shit that's up our alley. <laughs> you know, the uh, the first night that I ever went there way back in uh, 2011 was after <laughs> a, uh, a Yakuza Atlas Moth show at uh, Sub T. And uh, I was hanging out with Stavros <laughs> yeah, it's, uh... and uh, Alex and uh, Jeff. And the one thing that sticks out to me from that night is that right around last call, Alex was uh, just kind of like had his head down on the bar and like, I'm sitting on the bar stool on one side of him. And then like this weird old dude kind of saddles up next to him and is like rubbing his thigh. And I'm like elbowing Alex, like, yo dude, you need to wake up. Cause there's like a dude on the other side of you, like rubbing your leg. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> must have been on like a bondage night huh like you're you're passing out of the bar and there's some weirdo they're rubbing your thigh <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know shit like that would happen <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i can only imagine like, like one of the few places people would just get on the bar and start like i've seen mosh pits happening there i think I, I jumped off the bar there once got caught by uh my buddy Jake that works at Reggie's, who's like a brick house, you know, we're like playing suicidal tendencies in there and like a mosh pitches breaks out and the, the owner comes up the stairs and I'm like, it's all good, it's all good. It's not, I know it looks like a brawl on camera, but we're just, you know, we're just, we're just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great bar, like for all of its flaws. It, it had like a, a certain charm to it, uh, but I can only imagine like the kind of, you know, weird sort it's of- always, It had some charm. Yeah, definitely charm to it. But uh, yeah, we'll see if it comes back, man. I mean, obviously, I want it to, but not necessarily all too sure what's going on with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I assume it'll probably come back as some sort of weird, like bar rescue, you know, shell of its former self with some name like entrance, but like the E and N are lowercase, and the trance is uppercase, and it's just like a trance club from then on. <laughs> You know, that probably could happen. <laughs> Who knows, man? We can only just sit here and hope and wait. Because that was definitely the bar, the, the 4 a.m. bar, you know, that we would take everybody to, you know. It's like, hey, when's your bus call? Cool. Like, let's wrap it up, head over to exit. You got, you know, you got your, uh, like, exhumed was also, like, they were, we we go there all the time after any Zoom show. It's like, oh yeah, let's uh, let's go to exit, you know. And Dylan, who was like their uh, their driver, driver, roadie, merch guy, the dude with the chainsaw. Uh, he's awesome, dude. 
every time these guys want to go out and party, you know, he'll, he'll pull up there, take a nap and wait for all of us, you know, and then when it's time to go, everybody else is trashed. He's all ready to go already on the road to the next city. So it's because of people like Dylan that bands are able to have the best time possible at a place as debaucherous and insane as excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of your roadies, you know. Yeah. I've uh, had you for about an hour now, so uh, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but uh, thanks again for taking the time to do this. Hell yeah, bro. And uh, just real fast, uh, we didn't really get a chance to talk about Hatemonger, but oh yeah, that's definitely like the the project. I just wanted to mention real fast that, uh, yeah, we're, we're out here, we're doing shows and opening up and writing music and it's uh, super brutal, you know? It's like death grind. It's kind of like what me and Gary have always wanted to to pursue you know and uh, i think so far we're doing a pretty good job at it. it came out we're getting some really good reviews and it's brutal as all hell and yeah man it's uh i'm looking forward to uh more of the music that we're going to be writing like we got some new material that we're uh that we're gonna get working to on and as soon as we do these uh these shows that we got we're playing with like jungle rot tomorrow Next week, we're playing with uh, Devourment and Ringworm. But yeah, after those shows, we're going to go back into full writing mode. And I think we have like another show at the end of October. And then, yeah, really trying to focus on uh, just new material. But so far, so good. Everybody likes the, the EP. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a chance but to yeah, hear man, it yet, but it's on my list. Yeah, man, check it out. And uh, when you want to do another interview with me, man. We'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it. Maybe get more into depth about what the lyrical content is, you know? Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll check it out and I'll, uh, I'll hit you up again for this, uh, you know, sometime in the, the next few months. Uh, hopefully we won't have the same technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I, like the next time I'll make sure that, uh, that it's all clean for you. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, right. have a good day, man. You as well, bro. Thanks a lot for the interview. And uh, we'll be in touch. Yeah. Rock on, brother. My rock you, my, my rock you, my rock you.